0: Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Rife Martin CPAs. Today, along with Alice and Rife Martin, Philip talks about going from successful to significant. Here's Philip.
1: All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple with Allison Rife Martin, CPA, talking ending the ending the third, the third part of our three-part series around exit planning. But we gotta we gotta do like some more series about this. Like we 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 did three parts, but I feel like we can do like a hundred-part series on exit planning.
2: Oh, I know, like right down to you know which. Which end of this, you know, what's the most important? Do we do the personal goals, which would kind of, you know, go a hand in hand with an investment advisor? Or do you want to focus on your business goals? And if so, what key components do you really need to start thinking about? You know, what are your your big issues? What are your small issues? How can you, again, achieve the value you want so that you can retire, exit on your terms, not on someone else's?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm... I think I, as you yeah we we'll, we'll talk after about more ideas too because we can probably go to industry by industry and just do like a like a thousand episodes.
2: Oh my gosh, I know I think this would be, actually I think that would be a fun that would be that, fun to do so that be So All I right. was thinking today's theme would be from successful to significant Ooh. And again success what is what is your definition of a successful exit? Everybody has a different different definition of it, but basic, just like we said in the previous episode, was how do your personal goals align with your business goals? So again, if you want to retire with two million bucks and your business is only worth half a million, do you have enough of a time frame to to maximize the value of your business so that you can achieve that two million dollar goal? And as we've said before, a lot of us, understandably, because we are so in the grind working in our business, not on our business, our focus is on income. But it shouldn't necessarily be income is obviously very important because we need income to live. But our most important focus should be maximizing our business value, again, so that we can you know, exit like we want. And in fact, our exit strategy is one of our most critical thing, critical strategies to have immediately in place when we start our business, and always have it be a top of mind focus when you're building your budget, when you're deciding to accept a customer, when you're deciding to what's what piece of a business is important for you to go after, um, what kind of you know team you want to build those kind of things are really important and again that's why you put the strategy in place immediately and again keep it always top of mind
1: okay okay so let's let's go deeper
2: so we will go deep because again your idea your focus should be growing and de-risking your business and that goes back to your idea that an investment advisor's goal is to preserve capital business owner wants to grow it so how do we do that we can focus on uh Couple of key areas, which would be our team. Do we have we built a business that we want to bring it, bring in the best and the brightest? Do we want to, do we have the right people in the right positions of our business? So you wouldn't put an accountant in charge of logistics. You wouldn't put you know someone who uh, you know builds the tool to be keeping your books. You want to make sure that you've got the right team in place to help go out and go after your customers. In order to bring in the best and the brightest, you need to make sure that you have the right compensation and benefits in place. Like, you know, a 401k, which everybody really should have one, you know, based on where they are in in the life cycle of their business. But that benefits very important to employees to have health care insurance, you know, any other kind of benefits you think can make people, you know, want to come work with you. Do you have the right technology in place to help them be successful? And more importantly, do you have the right leadership in place and the right vision? Does your your business, something that they, your employees are like, I have to come work here because it is like just what I want to do. Um, It's got the right purpose. It's got the right mission and it's got the right leadership that will help me be successful so that I can help you, my business owner and me fulfill my purpose in life.
1: No, a hundred percent. And I couldn't think of a better time for businesses to be thinking about this because you have you have on one end a lot of resistance and on the other end a lot of allowance, right? Meaning, meaning you have a lot of people who own companies that are resisting change in the future and then you have a lot of owners of companies that are embracing it and when you have that opportunity – you're a business owner and you can you can you know like soothe out resistance in your organization i mean it's 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 powerful the amount of people you're going to be able to attract because there's a lot of disgruntled employees you know working for companies that are you know like resisting change in every aspect of of their yeah
2: and you don't have a leader who's clearly articulating the mission of business like you know, CPAs, businesses to help, you know, provide peace of mind, to help make sure that the IRS doesn't send you letters and say, where's my, you know, where's the tax that you owe, or to, you know, a whole host of other things. But, you know, have I articulated that well enough to my team that they know our job is to help our customers get peace of mind, you know? And same, you know, same with you. And it's just, you know, and, and haven't, have I not just articulated it well, but are people like, oh, gosh, I can't wait to help, you know, help save, be the hero to save the day so that, you know, my customer has peace of mind or whatever the product or service it is you have. And in fact, I know a business owner and he is cool as all get out, but, um, and it leads into the idea of picking the right customer. His family is a very big value, is an important value to him. It's important to him that he is home every night to have supper with his family. And he said that he will not accept a customer it, who doesn't, you know, doesn't believe in that as well too, because if you don't put your family first, what's the point?
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: so that's kind of one of his, his, his like criteria. It's like, if that's not important to you, then I don't want to do business with you because you don't align with my values and the, and the growth goals of my business. And I thought that's, it's an interesting, it seems like a trivial thing, but it's not really. And that, so that's, you know, and if you watch the growth of this guy's business, it has been phenomenal to watch the that he is true to his values and it shows in the way his employees, you know, help or help him run and, and create a successful business and the customers he brings on board. I mean, that's really what you should be looking for when you're looking at a business that you want to come work for. Are they articulating the value?
1: Now I know what you think. I know, I know what some people are thinking and, and I know you, so I know your answer, but I want you to answer because I know you're going to have a good answer. But a lot of people are thinking, Allison Philip, like, Y'all do numbers. Why are we talking about all this fluffy value stuff? What does that do with making money?
2: Right? <laughs> because if you put all the right pieces in place, you will make the money that I will help you account for, and you will get to help them preserve the capital to grow again to meet their deal. You can't make money if you don't know what you're making money for. Honestly. It's kind of the same thing about why. For me personally, it's always important to know the business because I can't account for what I don't understand I'm accounting for. So for this particular business owner where it's very important for him to have employees who are home at supper time and customers who are home at supper time, he knows what his goal is. His goal is to provide a great product to his customers. And it's all based on, you know, then meeting his, his idea of what, you know, family time is, you know, his, so he develops products that help him to do that. So, again, uh-uh. fluffy stuff, but he makes a lot of money doing it.
1: Awesome. Yeah, the, the, I feel like you just said the, the the, vision is the invisible presence that that makes all the money, and then you get to count it and organize it and help them make sure they pay their fair share of taxes and not anything more.
2: Right exactly, so that's that's why again, you're right, talking fluffy stuff that it seems like something we shouldn't be talking about, but we absolutely should because our goal is to help you, the business owner, grow your business. can't do it if I don't know what your values and your goals are, and how how can I step in and help you get there, same for you,
1: yeah, yeah, no that's that's what makes you the only c p a uh, in business in Texas because <laughs> you, you
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to say I'm. I'm. I'm sure that I'm not the only one. But <laughs> <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> oh my gosh! And so the obviously, as we were talking about customers in terms of like you know looking at the core uh, areas of operations, do you have the right customer base? Are uh, you know again, if you think back to the person's values of being home at supper time, who's your ideal client? You know do you have the right, are you heavily concentrated in one customer? And if they went away, you'd like lose, you know, greater than 25% of your business. Well, then you need to be thinking long-term who else, you know, can, can step in and take care, you know, cover that. How can you make sure that you have, you know, the right, you know, customer, you know, or do you, you know, are you looking at thinking, well, I'll just take the customer for a quick buck. And then you're like, my God, why did I do that? That was the worst decision ever. They are, you know, they, they're, they what? you know, it, yeah, sure, I made a quick dollar, but the extra work I had to put in and they weren't satisfied and all that junk. I mean, it's just stay true to your values. And again, your team will respect you for it and they will help you stick true to the mission. So those are the kind of things when you think about your customer base. We've already talked about leadership. Um, again, that's really critical to you know the success of an organization. It's important to be sure that people align with your values. Um, and again, I this I'd heard somebody say this uh, a couple days ago. Do your intentions or your values align with your actions? Mm. So again, if I took a quick you know if I took a, a customer just for the quick dollars. You know, to bring in some revenue because I really felt like I needed it, but I regret it later. My intention to, my intentions didn't align. My values and my actions didn't align. What can I do to change that so that I can bring in the right customers that I feel I can properly serve?
1: Oh yeah, that's that's such a good statement. I, as you were saying, I was like, yeah, I think about, I think about every customer that I felt, I felt it. I was like, oh, this is the wrong, this is the wrong client. And then I always, always learn something from it. Put it that way. Put it in a positive spin. Always learned that. Oh yeah. Go listen to your feelings next time because you already knew this was not in alignment with, with what you wanted.
2: Yeah. And I was, and we have all done that where we're like, okay, look, I think this will work, but not really. And then at the end, you're like, I didn't really respect my boundaries. I didn't respect the overall goal. And it, you know, in the end, I invested more time in this particular client than I should have because it, I, I picked them for the wrong reasons. You know, think mm-hmm. that like dating, too, when you're like, you know, starting out dating, sometimes you just date someone you're like, Oof, you were not the right person for me. So
1: <laughs> yep. learn, you, know, learn, you learn, learn what you don't want. You're like, OK, cool. I know I don't want ex- this.
2: Exactly. So <laughs> and then the last area you should be focusing on is just the structure of your business. You know, again, do you have the right, you know, tools in place to make help your team help your customers be successful? Do you need to invest in technology? Maybe you don't. You know, is the you know, pencil, the eye shades, and the green eye the green column still gonna do it for you? Maybe, maybe not, you know, but that's the kind of things you should be thinking about every single year at a minimum every single year as as to how to build the value for your business so that you can, again, if we want to go from half a million to two million, we can do it in the time frame that we want. And we can sell it for what we want when we're ready to sell it.
1: All this stuff is stuff that is, I think, way more valuable than than just the math.
2: Yeah, because in the end, it's just math.
1: <laughs> yeah, good <answer. laughs>
2: Yeah, exactly. So and the math becomes more relevant when you understand what the goal was.
1: Absolutely. So um let everybody know where they can reach you if they want to have you help them clarify their goals and visions and help them think with the end in mind so that they could have the, the math they want over the time exactly. period they desire.
2: Exactly. So um, you can reach me at my website, rifemartincpa.com, or you can email me at info at com. And I really do love talking about this stuff because it's just fun to think ahead and just strategize to plan for the future. Because, you know, the past is the past, but thinking ahead is really, that's more fun.
0: Awesome.
1: Thanks, Allison.
2: Thanks again.